Hey there, I'm Micah and I'm the host of the She Pursues podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage and equip faith-based women who want to take an active role in developing their spiritual, physical, and mental health. You can expect meaningful conversations, interviews, solo episodes that provide biblical truth and insight, tangible takeaways, professional advice, resources, and more. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast to be notified of new episodes. And if you leave a review, I will be eternally grateful. Reviews help keep the podcast visible, which gets this message out into the world. All right, it is the first week of June, meaning the end of this month will be halfway through the year. So I thought it'd be a great time to talk about goal review. If you set goals back in January and you haven't reviewed them at all, this is a really great time to do that. And even if you didn't set goals in January, you can set goals anytime. So this is still a good um, episode to listen to and kind of think about how you can set goals for the rest of the year. Now, if you are like me and you are a little bit obsessed with goal setting, you might have already been reviewing your goals throughout the year. So I review mine weekly and I review them monthly, but I still take the time in June to go back to my initial bigger goals that I set at the beginning of the year. Um, Sometimes I change them depending on how the year has gone, not necessarily because I want to lower the bar or because I feel like I can't reach that goal. It's more, you know, did I discover something about myself where that goal really isn't in line with my purpose or it's not really going to help me uh, get what I really want? So for example, last year, one of my goals initially was to read one book a week. And I did pretty well with that the first couple of months. And then I got stuck on a couple of books that were really hard to take in. So there was a lot of information I felt like I was reading through and not applying anything that I learned. And I had to think to myself, okay, what's the purpose of reading these books? Well, I want to get something out of these books. I want to apply them to my life or to my coaching or my career or my other goals because they were all personal development type books. And because I was trying to get through the books so quickly, I really wasn't able to to apply them and was completely skipping the purpose of the goal in the first place. And so I ended up cutting back on the amount of reading I did so I could actually make that goal worth it. And so that's what I mean by changing goals, not just because you want to give up on it, not just because um, you feel like you can't achieve it, uh, but maybe you did set a goal that was too unrealistic or you set a goal because you felt like you should do it. Um, so that's another reason that you might want to change your goal. Or it may just be looking at the strategy. Maybe you need to shift your strategy. Um, maybe you need just a little pep talk to yourself and um, to remind yourself why you set that goal in the first place. So there's a lot of reasons that reviewing your goals mid-year can be really helpful and make sure that you're staying on track and that you're really pursuing the things that you want to be pursuing. Um, If you didn't set goals, I know I mentioned this earlier, um, you can set them anytime. So you can set them today. You can set them uh, next week. You know, it doesn't have to be on the first or on a Monday. It doesn't have to be in January. And the way I like to look at it is imagine someone walked up to you and offered you something that would drastically change your life. Would you take it right then and there? Or would you say, oh, I think I should maybe wait until Monday. Or I think I'm going to wait till next year. You know, I'll finish out this year. This year's a crapshoot. I'll wait till 2022. No, like if it could change your life, you would probably take it now, right? And then when it's being offered, uh, I think, you know, like 
maybe a million dollars. If someone offered me a million dollars, I would take that in a heartbeat, you know? Sure, yeah, I'm not gonna wait till Monday to take a million dollars, right? It would drastically change my life. Um, think of it in that term as far as the changes that you make are making are not something that you have to do um, or something that, you know, you could do anytime. Like, why not pick something that is going to change your life and go ahead and do that? So there are a few ways I've seen people set goals. Um, I personally like to set goals with categories. So I'll break it up into physical goals, emotional goals, spiritual goals, and set one or two goals in each of those categories to help me, uh, you know, pursue my larger purpose in life or my larger goals. Um, but I've also seen people just focus on one goal for the year and then they move on to the next or they just stick with a word or intention. And I use a word every year plus my goals, whereas some people may just have the word and the intention and that's all they do. Um, so maybe they're not really the goal setting type or the really specific goals seem to stress them out, but they find that they do better with the intention. So I want to talk through kind of um, how you can review those different types of goals that you may have set or for those different types of goal setters. I want to um, teach you kind of how you can review those regardless of how you set the goals initially. So if you did a word or intention, if that's all you did or if you ended up doing more, this will still apply to you. Um, But the best way to reflect on that is to just spend time reflecting on what that was. And maybe you can pull out a piece of paper and a pen and journal through it. Um, So you might ask questions like, um, you know, was I purposeful with this intention? What kinds of things did I do or have I experienced or have I said that allowed me to be intentional with this word? So to kind of give you a better example of that, a couple of years ago, my word for the year was joy. And that was during a time when I was, um, you know, struggling with depression and anxiety after kids. And I just wanted to make sure I was doing things that would bring more joy into my life. And so I didn't have really very specific goals, um, but I was intentional with the way that I brought joy into my life, if that makes sense. So to give some better examples, I knew that community was going to be very crucial for me because I had the tendency to want to withdraw and be very antisocial and not talk to anyone, right? I was really struggling alone for a long time. And that was easy because I didn't have to talk to people about it. I didn't have to feel like I was weak. I didn't have to you know, get my kids packed up in the car to go to mops because that was hard in its in itself to do just to, you know, get the kids out the door. And if you've had little kids, you might know what that feels like. Um, but I knew that if I didn't have community in my life, I knew that if I didn't have someone I could talk to and if I, all I did was struggle alone, that I would not be able to get past this, or at least that's you know, what I felt I needed in that moment. And so even though I didn't want to, I really wanted to just stay home. I wanted to not really go out and do things. I really didn't have a desire to have any new or more friendships. Um, I just really felt like, you know, God was telling me that I needed that. And so I, you know, stayed in mobs and I even volunteered and helped out with, um, the leadership team. And I said yes to play dates, even when I didn't feel like it. And, 
I didn't say yes every time, right? I knew my own limits. I knew my own boundaries and I wasn't saying yes to everything, but I, you know, would think of my intention of, okay, is this going to bring more joy for me right now? And if the answer was yes, then I would say yes. Um, and so it wasn't like I was going out doing things all the time and saying yes to every play date, but I did when I needed to. And I ended up developing some really great, awesome friendships from that time that, like friends that I have now that I probably would have never had if I hadn't had the the intention. And those friends have been there for me, you know, up to today. And I honestly am so grateful for them because I like really need them in my life. Um, not that they're like just for me, but um, they've been a blessing in that sense. And I don't know if I would have had, had them as friends if I hadn't had that intention. So that's just an example of how you might really focus on um, a word or intention. So it wasn't like I had, okay, I'm going to do two play dates a week, or I'm going to see this person this week and this person that week. I didn't plan it out. I just was intentional with it. And then the next question you can ask yourself is just how has it affected you? Is it actually helping you achieve the desired result and then why or why not so if I had been doing these play dates or going to these activities if it hadn't actually been bringing more joy into my life then I would probably you know reconsider what that might look like maybe I didn't need to say yes as often or maybe I needed to um, do more uh, but I, if I hadn't reflected on that then you know maybe I wouldn't have known what I what I needed um did it achieve the desired result? Like, is it giving you, you know, more joy? And then why or why not? Um, and then also just look at, you know, okay, if it's not going well, if it's not giving me the desired result, like what, what needs to change? Is it, is it me and my attitude or is it what I'm doing? Um, do I need to try a different approach, but it's just going to be you're going to benefit a lot more if you're taking that time to actually reflect on it versus just sticking with it because you said you would at the beginning of the year, right? Make it worth it. Don't just make it some arbitrary thing that you feel like you have to do. All right. So moving on to if you set more specific goals, um, ask yourself like what goals have you met so far? Um, and then which ones have you made progress towards? So whether you set the one goal, whether you set multiple goals, go through each of those. And again, you can like write it down or you can just think to yourself. Um, I like to write it down because it just makes it more real and visible for me. And if I don't write it down, then I don't really remember or know what was you know happening. So it's just a lot more realistic for me to write it down. And it helps me see what I've accomplished too. Whereas maybe if I hadn't written it down, then it's, you know, I don't realize, oh, I have a a whole list of things that I accomplished, or I have a whole list of um, things that I've made progress on. Whereas when it's in your head, it may not seem very relevant or you might only feel like, oh, I did a few things and you know, it's not a big deal. But when you write it down, you can like see it and it offers a new perspective. Um, So write down the ones you've met and the ones you've made progress on. So even if you haven't met your goal yet, maybe you thought you would meet it by June, um, but you haven't yet, you can still celebrate the progress you've made or um, not or, but and you can, you know, adjust what you're doing, right? What happened that made you not reach it by June? Was it was your initial goal unrealistic, right? Did you need to give yourself more time for that? 
were you not really focused on it the first half of the year or first, you know, three months of the year? So you can kind of use that to gauge what went well and what didn't go well and then what you can do differently. And then you can also do that for any goals that you fell short of. Um, So again, the goals that you didn't meet or maybe a goal that you forgot you even set in the first place. I went through mine recently and I had a couple of things on there that I had completely forgotten that I wrote down because it was one of those where I knew it wasn't the first goal I would work on. I had other goals I wanted to meet first. And then because I, you know, hadn't gone back to that, those initial goals until now, I was like, oh yeah, I need to focus on that goal now that we have, you know, half a year left. Um, and so, yeah, it can just be really helpful to remind you of what you set in the first place. Um, but ask yourself why you didn't meet a particular goal again. So maybe it's, um, because it wasn't that important to you or you kind of flippantly said it, like it wasn't something that was really, um, purposeful. You didn't really have a very good reason to set it. You said it because your doctor told you to, or because your friend did it. Um, really think about how important that goal is to you and then gauge whether or not you want to keep it or adjust it or change it. So for all of those, whether it's just that word or intention you had, if it was a goal that you met or a goal that you did not meet, always bring it back to that vision or that purpose that you have and make sure it still aligns with that, right? So what was the purpose behind it? And um, does it still matter? So if the you know, goal wasn't set right in the first place, that's where you have some wiggle room there. And if you're new to goal setting, you might see that happen more often than those who have been doing goal setting for a while. So I found over over the years that I don't change my goals as often because I'm really good about, you know, knowing why I'm setting it and applying a, a good realistic strategy. But that's only because I've had time to practice that and I've only, you know, or I've had so many years to learn more about myself and how I work and, and, you know, what I need to meet my goals. And so don't feel bad or don't get down on yourself. If you're like, man, I was way off. That's really pretty normal. Again, especially if you were new to goal setting, or if you're really stretching yourself, like you really, you know, wanted to grow a lot and wanted to make a big change in your life and you've stressed yourself more than what you're used to, you might be falling short of those goals more than what you expected. And that's okay too. So again, just reevaluate, recommit to um, you know that purpose and the reason why you set them. Just make sure you're still on the right track there. The next thing you can do is go through your calendar and see how you spent your time. Now, for those of you who don't keep anything in the calendar. This may or may not work well for you. Um, we have our family activities on a, on our iPhone. So that way, you know, we all kind of know what each other is doing at different times and work meetings and stuff. Um, but all of my personal stuff, I keep in a paper calendar and that's the one that I'll usually go through. And so I'll add things like, Oh, I spent time with, you know, this friend or, I'll have my workouts in there. I have all my meetings in there. And I just kind of take time to go through and see if I'm, you know, spending time with um, or spending time on the things that were important to me or the things that I prioritize. Uh, maybe I spent, you know, a lot of time 
spending time with one person and I want to invest in another relationship. Um, like for example, my husband and I have been wanting to improve our date nights or have more date nights. And I don't think we've had very many. So I can look back at my calendar and be like, Ooh, we had like one date so far this year. So I should probably take my husband out on a date, you know? Um, so it just kind of is a good visual if you are tracking in a calendar to see how you're spending your time. And then it also just kind of says, um, like it shows you what you're prioritized. You know, it shows you what you're caring about. And some people might say, well, this is how I'm spending my time, but it's not really a priority priority to me. And that's just a sign that you are not prioritizing the things you need to be prioritizing. So that's why it's so important to have your goals and know what your priorities are, why they're important, and make sure that you're spending time on your priorities because it's so easy to be pulled by, um, you know, again, trying to meet other people's expectations, not letting people down. Um, you get caught up in the busy season of, you know, just things that go on or things you're invited to or things that come up. Um, there's so many things that can pull us away from our goals and our purpose. And there's so many things that can distract us. And so that's why it's so important to be intentional and so important to know what your priorities are and what you're willing to um, to cave in on or not, right? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice for other things? So I have certain things like, I mean, my training right now, like, you know, I might sacrifice the time of day that I go, but I'm still going to get my workout in because that's important to me. Um, I'm not going to miss, you know, a whole week's worth of training, what just because we're on a vacation or something I'm going to find a way to fit in my training and it may not look perfect but I'm still going to fit it in because it's it's a priority so knowing what you're willing to sacrifice knowing what your boundaries are those can all be helpful with um, you know prioritizing the things that matter to you okay and then the very last thing is once you've gone through and evaluated your goals you've reflected on you know how you've been doing this past year reward yourself like reward yourself for what you've accomplished and even if you feel like you didn't accomplish a lot right maybe you made very small progress to toward your goal progress is still progress and growth is still growth and so if we're not willing to celebrate those small wins um, then you're going to really struggle to get there like we got to give ourselves a little bit of a boost Um, if you did not make any progress First of all, the fact that you're actually reviewing your goals shows a lot because um, you probably know that you haven't made progress, right? Most people will say, oh yeah, I know that I didn't meet my goal. I know that I didn't even work toward my goal. I don't even want to look at my goals. So if you have already pulled out your goals and you've looked at them, knowing that you didn't make any progress, that's a really brave thing to do. And that's a hard thing to do because it's kind of like, it's like that mirror, you know, putting that mirror up to your face and you're just like, oh, I have to see everything that I wanted to do that I didn't do. Like that takes courage and it takes bravery. Um, so that's a win in and of itself, but now is your chance to do something about it, right? If that goal is still important to you and if that still matters to you, um, then let's come up with a strategy to get you going and moving toward those goals versus, you know, letting the last six months of the year be the same as the first six months. So reward yourself, give yourself a pat on the back, whatever it is that you need to be doing. 
keep going with what's working. If something's working for you and you're doing great, obviously um, keep going with that. And some people will even try to, you know, up the ante a little bit and that's fine. But if you're on a good trajectory, oh man, words are hard. Um, If you're on a good trajectory and you want to keep it that way, then that's great too. Like you don't always have to be upping the ante all the time. I mean, I, I do think that along our journey, like that's just a natural progression. Um, but it's okay to every once in a while have some easy sailing. Um, and then also just recommit to what you, um, didn't give it much attention to. So for example, I mentioned I had a goal that I haven't really worked toward or haven't really made progress toward. And so now is my chance to recommit to that and say, okay, now I'm ready to add this in. Now I'm ready to focus on it. So what steps am I going to take? So I hope that's helpful for you as you go through the first six months of your goal or five-ish months, depending on when you do yours. Um, I do want to remind you that I have a free guide that is in the episode notes and it walks you through building healthy habits. And even though it's focused more on healthy habits, it can still apply to any life goals or life habits that you want to build. So it's very um, holistic in that sense. It's not just health, but it's more, um, you know, life and living the life that you really want to live. So that's a guide that's free for you. Um, if you just click on that link, you can, um, you know, sign up and subscribe and get that guide sent to you. And then in case you didn't know, I also offer one on one coaching and I always offer a complimentary call because coaching is, um, different and new for a lot of people, or you may just be, not sure if it's really the right fit for you. And so I offer a full 60 minute um, complimentary call for those who are interested where we kind of talk through what you would hope to get out of coaching and I can see if I can help you. And then um, we can, you know, move on from there if you decide it's a good fit for you. So um, those links again are in the episode notes. If you want to check out the guide or schedule your complimentary call, I would say if you are, you know, struggling to meet your goals and you're not really sure what step to take next, that would be um, a sign that you might be ready for coaching if you're feeling stuck or unsure. So I hope that's helpful for you guys and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at micah.tice, that's M-I-C-A-E-H period T-I-C-E, or on facebook.com backslash she pursues. And stay tuned for more episodes every week.